and welcome to the Talking Heads podcast with Lucy and Saul, two head gardeners in Essex and Devon. In light of the coronavirus crisis we are living in and the drastic changes in horticulture happening up and down the UK, we both realised that bringing a regular glimpse into the gardens we look after might bring a little joy and interest. So for the foreseeable future, Talking Heads will now be a shorter podcast where Lucy and I bring you snippets of our daily lives in our gardens as spring unfurls. We'll also bring you news of gardens and gardeners, nurseries and nursery folk throughout the UK. So sit back, take a few minutes out of your day and tune into a small dose of our gardening lives. So, uh, I'm envious of you because you're a little bit more technologically minded than myself, but my head is spinning this morning because um, we are taking part in the Gardener's World magazine so along. And uh, for those who don't know, if you just, if you're on Twitter and you search hashtag GWSoAlong, uh, it's happening this morning, which is Saturday whilst we're recording, but you might be listening back to this later in the week. But if you just check that hashtag, you'll find lots of lots and lots of people in the gardening industry all sewing stuff and showing you how to sew, sew stuff. Predominantly veg, I imagine. I'm hoping because I'm a veg grower, uh, but I imagine flowers and stuff as well. But uh, <laughs> we've made a video. We've Oh, my God. We have made... A, <laughs> You're struggling a little bit, uh, yeah, aren't you? We have made a video of uh, us fine selves strutting around our, our gardens. A lot of walking. Lot, there's lots of walk. There's a beautiful leading shot of Saul on his mower. Um, and then he's, there's a lot of walking. And then we actually get to the nitty gritty of sowing tomatoes and then propagating them and picking them out and growing them on, which is all very lovely. Um, but, oh, my goodness, my my brain. <laughs> I actually feel quite tense this morning because it's just completely floored me. I, I think there's a lot more to the like the online presence, all the social media, the videos. Uh, you know, since even since we started our podcast, you, I think you've lo- learned a few technical things, haven't you? I've learned that my my phone storage, and I'm not going to mention any names, but my phone storage is full. And that has completely stuffed me. And uh, saw very kindly before we pressed the record button this morning has talked me through, led me by the hand to attempt to make me feel slightly more sane. Um, yeah, so I love I love the fact that um, we can nowadays dip our toe in the water of making, like I say, initially it was blogs, then it podcasts, and then uh, images. So you've got, you know, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and then suddenly video now has become so much more uh, mainstream. And it's, it is lovely. I love learning new stuff, but I, I do still find it quite alien. And um, I'm much happier pricking out my plants than videoing myself doing it. But it's, yeah, it's great fun. What do you think? Well, it, no, it, it, it's interesting, isn't it? Because Gardening uh, and the gardening community, and especially the professional community, have have always communicated with each other. But it has progressed a lot since back in the days when you used to have to write letters to each other. If anyone's ever read uh, Beth Chatto and Christopher Lloyd's uh, letters to they sent to each other about gardening, it's very similar to what's happening now. But we're sort of taking up in the technology level. So people are doing these are doing podcasts, but we're also sending videos to each other. Gardening is very much a visual sport as it were for a lot of people they're obviously looking at things uh looking at the gardens so being able to portray them through the medium of video and through the social media i think has introduced a lot of people to gardening um 
which is really interesting. But I think for for us as professional gardeners, where we're more, lots of us are more manual based, uh, uh, academic and botanic. I think we've had to learn our way into this world of social media and an online presence. There are some people out there that are, are amazing at it. I'm, I'm just trying to think of a few off the top of my head. Charles Dowding has a really great um, YouTube yes. uh, account where he does all his no dig. Uh, there's a guy in Wales called Hugh Edwards who also is very uh, uh, good at the YouTube presence. But I think for, for you and me, um, we're slowly dabbling in things i think the podcast has really helped us to get on top of what we can achieve yeah it has it has and i i had already used um some movie editing software for my phone and got to grips with that um a couple of years ago and so in my rights i should be sitting here feeling a lot calmer than i do this morning i don't know what's happened to me i've gone to pieces um but when it doesn't work that's when it it you know when it doesn't work and when there's a time scale involved that's quite imminent then i think that's when you think Oh, but no, pen and, I, pen and paper always work, don't yeah, they? Really, I think as the technology progresses, yeah, and as we get older <laughs> as well. I think, <laughs> you know, when I was young, I used to I had an Atari STE and a very original PC, and you could work those like nothing. Yeah. You know, I used to computer program. Nowadays, I'm it's some of it is starting to get beyond me, and it's also very expansive, isn't it? The one thing I have noticed about social media is it's gone from, say, maybe just your Twitter and your YouTube. There's so many different platforms, uh, different ways people are using those platforms that it's quite a mind-boggling sort of maelstrom of uh, of information and things that you, if you wanted to really delve into it, there's all sorts of things you could do. And I think one of the problems is it could take up more time yeah. doing that side of it than actually doing the gardening That's what bit. we talked about actually briefly last night, didn't we? Because we, we would, we'd made our videos by last night and we were sending them to each other to, to put together into one. And I said to you, the, the lovely thing about us doing our podcast is we can do that in the dark. We can do that in the evenings when we've done all our gardening. So when you start making videos um, to post up, then it's eating into your gardening day. And as much as I love, absolutely love doing it, it's great fun what you can do these days. It really is. Um, I also want to do my garden. You know, I really do. And that's you and I both. We are real plants people. We are gardeners first. We are med- media understarlings uh, second. And um, and that's sort of, we're quite happy with that. That's how we like to be. But as I say, it's great fun to, to look into all these different platforms. I think that's one thing that uh, my husband um has struggled with because he's even more of a technological gremlin than myself. He only just got his own email account about a year ago. So this, I just want to give you that level. (laughs) Yeah, that is, uh, (laughs) he's a bit behind the curve, I think, on that one. Ever so that was very politely put, Saul. Well done. Um, So I, and I, he was saying, why are there all these different platforms where you, you know, uh, for him, for example, it's like um, with the, with the COVID crisis, there's lots of people in Messenger, in WhatsApp, FaceTime, um, text messaging, oh, good old phone calls there's lots and lots of different ways to get in touch with people and he was finding that a little bit frustrating and I was just explaining that you know they're all produced by different people and so that's why we don't have just the one which would be the most straightforward thing but um but that is once you get used to each of the individual uh platforms like I say for us this morning it's been the video aspect of things it does become easy it does get better Uh, so for anyone else out there I think from just speaking from my own personal experience and feelings this morning if you are making videos uh rather than just posting up pictures please do do it. it is it is really um really amazing what you can 
create um, just with your mobile phone these days. And it's great fun. It's sort of, it allows you to be creative. I think gardeners are very creative people by their nature. We, you know, there's a lot of art and design and kind of like um, craftsmanship that comes into horticulture. And that can be so easily then sidestepped into generating content for whatever platform you want to use whether it's youtube or instagram or for us twitter is our main platform so so please do do it and also ask for help because um i'm very very lucky in that i can ask mr walker here for help and i do sometimes try and muddle through on my own as well and see how i get by but when i get stuck i really do need my little uh help person at the end of the phone and that i'm so sorry so that's been you the last that's few hours right. that's that's uh, <laughs> that's you know I, I'm, I'm i must say i'm i'm uh not as good as some but i i try to get through things it, it, some of it is intuitive but then i think when it starts going wrong it suddenly gets a lot less intuitive um I was also thinking that gardeners are very communicative and they want to share their knowledge. You know, I think I don't think I've ever met a gardener who never wants to actually talk to you about their experience with plants or their garden or whatever. And I really think that in this day and age where gardening teams are getting smaller or even during this crisis, for example, I'm now on my own in a garden. Uh, this ability to be able to communicate and talk to pe other people about what's going on is a great way of me feeling um, like I'm still included within the horticultural yeah, you, world. You feel connected, and it's like it's it literally is like a lifeline for a yes. lot of people. And and I, you know, we both appreciate the the the, the massive value of that, as you say, especially at the moment. Um, we've been putting videos up of our, our estate gardens to um, hopefully just take people away for a while from all the news that's been sort of like we're being bombarded with at the moment. And um, yeah, I've I've been finding that really, really enjoyable. Yeah, they've been incredibly popular, actually, especially since people can't get to the, the National Trust gardens or the, one, the gardens they would go and see in spring. Um, and spring is still happening, as we all know. The, the weather is very nice, but we're being encouraged to stay at home. Um, so we can't get out and see the spring landscape. So being able to just share what's going on out there with people, I think it's been uh, incredibly popular. Yeah. Now, um, I, and I, I just wanted to add that I know we've been very positive about social media, but actually there are some there is a double edged sword to it in that the uh, democratization of all this information means that there's actually a lot of um, a lot of bad information out there so i would say to people make sure you take everything with a little grain of salt um there's a lot of really good accounts out there lots of good plants people but there are a lot of other people who aren't maybe not as good and you could be taking information from them that may not be correct sometimes i think also just check where people are living you know don't assume that they're in the uk this is this is international this is global That's true, yeah so someone's giving advice and they could be in the states and we're trying to interpret it in the uk and the climates are completely different even within the uk you know you are on heavy clay i'm on light sand That's it, our, yeah. our climates are so different so i think as you say um there's lots and lots of great info out there. It's, it, but you just need to interpret it correctly. That's the thing to do. Don't take it as gospel. Uh, do a little bit of like detective work on uh, the accounts that you're following. And as I say, the geography, the location, 
all that kind of stuff. And, you know, are they commercially minded? Are they trying to push you something when actually the people who are completely impartial can just say, well, you know, we, you and I aren't, for example, funded by anybody. We just do this for the love of it. So, so we're lucky that we are, our hands aren't tied. We can just chat, talk about what we want to talk about. So, um, do bear the, all those sorts of things in mind when you're out there scouting around for, good growing advice and, and engage as well is probably the most important thing um if you want to find out stuff ask uh, i know that you and me are very generous with our information and, and i would say 90 percent of the gardening world on social media wants to talk about the plants or their growing conditions so really if you any any question just engage with us and we're really happy to have a conversation and I, and I think that's why we personally use twitter um i don't know i've never um dealt in instagram my partner has I, did you you tried instagram once i did but then it was started to get all consuming when i was i was spending so much time staring at my phone and not chatting to my mm. husband and looking around it's the world it's very visual isn't yeah. it yeah yeah it's all about the pictures whereas i find twitter to be far more uh, about community I, I i know that a lot of people's experience of twitter can be quite negative because of the amount of trolling and all that kind of stuff on it but actually our section our little corner of twitter the gardening world is very very inclusive and we're all jolly nice people but i just find twitter's a lot easier to have these really great conversation about plants and gardens and nurseries etc so i think that's why i use use twitter more than i use any of the other uh, social yeah, media yeah. accounts i think i would definitely reiterate what you say about gardeners being people who are so keen to share their knowledge um you know if you go to um a function and you're um trying to make a connection with someone and you find out that they're a gardener you can sit there with your canopy and your glass of wine or whatever it might be and you can exchange conversation for hours on end if you want to yeah. and that's what this that's what at the moment when we physically can't go and lean over our garden hedges and fences to speak to people um about what's you know just chewing the cud about horticulture uh, the uh, twitter and like i say the other platforms are perfect absolutely perfect and as i say a lifeline for for us to do that at the moment and sh share the 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 real joy and positivity that something like gardening can bring so please please do carry on yeah and, and enjoy and enjoy it it's a, I, I think our bit of twitter's lovely you see the gardens you see all the plants everyone talking about plants it's it's a nice uh, melting pot of lots of different people so yeah please get out there and, and enjoy it and engage so that's today's podcast we hope you enjoy this shortened format and the look at our lives and our gardens. Hopefully you'll tune in again soon to hear about what we're up to. We understand that for many, life has changed in ways not imagined during the start of this year. Our thoughts especially go out to all our colleagues and peers in horticulture that have been drastically affected, and we hope that life will return and, like all good plants, flower again much better than before. In the meantime, please do get out into your gardens, support your local small specialist nurseries and enjoy time out from this extraordinary shift in ordinary life. Until the next episode of Talking Heads, goodbye! goodbye.